ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. I want us to do something. I just want us to cry to God for mercy. Wow. I just felt that we should do this. You know, Jesus told a story, a parable, a story of two men who went to pray in the synagogue. And one prayed and said, Lord, I thank you. I pay my tithes. I do all the things you ask me to do. I'm not like that man standing there, that wee smoker, that backslidden man. I thank you that I'm serving you. I thank you that I'm preaching powerfully. I thank you that I'm, 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 I'm pleasing you. You know. And then the next person came. I think the prayer line was was one at a time. And the next one was this man. And when he came, the Bible says he just beat his chest and said, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. And Jesus asked that, whose prayer do you think was heard? We are all in need of mercy. Hallelujah. We are all in need of mercy. Oh, yes. Somebody needs mercy. Yes. Somebody needs mercy. Oh, Somebody needs mercy. I need mercy. Somebody needs somebody to show him mercy. And that person will never show mercy until God intervenes in the person's heart. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Somebody needs mercy. And somebody needs somebody to show him mercy. And that will never come unless God intervenes. Hallelujah. I want you. You can lift your hand, you can beat your chest, you can just say, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. Have mercy on me, a sinner. Just pray and say, Lord, have mercy on me, 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 Lord, 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 have mercy on me. Lord have mercy on me. Tasile ba monsanda. We are praying. We are praying. Ask God for mercy. Ask God for mercy. Lord have mercy on me. Lord have mercy on me. Lord have mercy on me. Mercy, 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 mercy. Moka baba si nala mama. You know, I want our prayer to conform to spiritual standards. So, when you need mercy, the real prayer you need to pray is that God should help you 
to show mercy. Amen. That's a prayer to pray when you need mercy. That God should help you to be merciful. Amen. Because it is to the merciful that he will show mercy. Hallelujah. Yes. Some of you watching, some of you in this service are not merciful. As you are standing there now, there's a whole human being in your heart. I don't know how your heart is able to even contain. And, and the person has got a lot of bodies. Fat. I'm surprised how your heart can bear the weight of that human being. How? You know, and when you do that, you are not only destroying your heart, but you are preventing yourself from needing, from receiving mercy. Because if you live under the sun, you will need mercy. Amen. So the right prayer is what we are about to pray. Lord, for somebody who has offended me, somebody who has hurt me, somebody who has been ungrateful to me, please touch my heart to show mercy. Amen. Lift your hands and pray. Masatabo Samaya. Ranima. Ramina. Ranima Mazole. Renda Sutabaya. Dalababa. Zeta Balado Simo. Balado Simadika. Randalababa. Lift your hands and receive mercy. Receive mercy. Receive mercy. Receive mercy. Yes. Pray that God will touch you. Receive the ability to show mercy As you say Receive the ability to show mercy Pray that you be merciful Forgiving That you be that type of referee who says Play on, play on You know something, go on Keep playing Play on Lord, make me merciful. Make me merciful. Lord, make me merciful. Lord, make me merciful. Make me merciful, Lord. Make me merciful. Make me somebody who shows mercy. Mercy in the morning. Mercy at noonday. Because I myself need mercy. I myself, I need mercy. Help me to show mercy. Help me to show mercy. Help me to be merciful, Lord. I want to ask a prayer, a final prayer. But I want you to sit down so that I read the verse and then you stand up to pray. 
It's in Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 5. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse number 5. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It said, there is an evil which I have seen under the sun. As an error which proceeded from the ruler. There is a certain evil I have seen. Now, what is that evil? Tonight, as I said tonight, this morning our prayer is just one prayer. One prayer. What is the evil? He, he, he lists a couple of them. But the first one is in verse 6. And we are teasing out the first sentence in verse 6. He said, Folly is set in great dignity. Wow. And the rich sit in low place. That's all. Wow. Wow. I want us to pray. I want us to pray about foolishness. The prayer topic is foolishness. Wow. 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 One of the evils. Kasatama. Lord, give somebody revelation. Amen. Give somebody revelation. Amen. See, one of the evils that can happen to you as a husband, as a wife, as a pastor, as a brother, as a sister, is that you can elevate foolishness and let foolishness sit in dignified places. Wow. That is, you you promote foolishness, that you make foolishness great. And Solomon says that it's one of the evils. You see, foolishness is in all of us. All of us. It's in me. I don't know whether it's in you also. But we have it. You know, and our struggle every day is to speak like John the Baptist. That in John 3 said that he must decrease. I must decrease, sorry. And he must increase. So, and one of our struggles is to let the foolishness in us decrease. Wow. Wow. Yes. In our decisions, the steps we take, hmm, the things we say, if you are not very careful, Stupidity and foolishness can overtake and overwhelm the things you are doing. Talk to me. And many people have destroyed their lives, their ministries, ministries, their ministries, destroyed marriages, businesses. You take money to do something you shouldn't use it for. And you destroy. Why? Because stupidity was elevated. So sometimes you hear people when they are talking with strength and talking with energy and passion. 
if you are a bit intelligent, you say, this person is a fool. A fool is talking. But he has elevated foolishness. He's talking like a fool. And the Bible says it's one of the evils. It's not a good thing. So all of us must believe God for the wisdom to continually diminish foolishness. Whatever will let you behave foolishly should be crushed low. And the wisdom of God should rather be exalted. Amen. I said the ways of God should rather be exalted. Amen. Otherwise, you will use, you will use your mouth to destroy your own marriage. Wow. One step you will take. Or also, we are going to pray. As we are praying, you can pray that somebody wiser than you will appear in your life. Amen. And help you to advance wisdom. Amen. And help you to elevate wisdom. Amen. Amen. Otherwise, if you are left on your own, your foolishness will destroy you. Say, one of the evils I have seen. I remember one of the most useless phone calls I've had in my life. It's a phone call I got from one of my church members. The most stupid, foolish phone call. One Tuesday evening, she called me and said, she is going to her mother. Your mother, how? At this time, it's around 10 p.m. How? Your mother, where? Is it Sunyai or Koforidia or some far place? Tonight? So, uh, why? So, my husband is disturbing me. See, she, she had elevated foolishness. So, so I said, where are you? I said, she said, I'm standing in front of my gate. So where are your things? I've packed all my things. I'm in front of the gate. I'm good. I just felt I should call you. See, that was an answer to her. I'm sure somebody was wow. praying for her. Wow. wow. That in her foolishness, she would bring some, a wise person to shout at her. A wise person. At midnight, she was going to travel and be beaten by armed robbers because of anger. To cut a long story short, she didn't go. She went back and spent the night. And today, by the grace of God, she is still in that house. But, 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 but for my intervention that night, another woman would have come to replace her. Mm. That's why we must pray. He said, it is an evil. Some of you too, an evil is just, oh, an armed robbery, or your money is stolen, or some, your child has died, or your husband has died, or no. One of the evils is that you yourself will, 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 will elevate foolishness in your life. By your actions, by your words, by, by, by your wisdom, you will, you will advance foolishness. Mm. Can you stand to your feet? Is it possible yes. to stand to your feet? Yes, 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 yes. It's a beautiful Sunday morning and we are beautiful. praying, Lord, in beautiful. my life. Yeah, there is foolishness in me, but let it decrease. Let it decrease. Send me some reducing agents. Oh, yes. Lord, send me some reducing agents. Reducing may, agents. May, may no wise person see me somewhere and say, look at that person. He has elevated foolishness. No. No. 
but rather let the wisdom of God be exalted. I said, let the wisdom of God be exalted. Amen. I said, let the wisdom of God be exalted. Oh, yes. Wherever you are this morning, we are praying and we are saying, Lord, Lord, in my life, in my life, in my life, in my life, in my marriage, in my business, in my ministry, in my education, in my friendships, let stupidity not be elevated in me. Begin to pray right now. My decisions, my decisions, my decisions, the decisions I take, the steps I take, the things I do, the things I say in my ministry, in my marriage, Pray for yourself. It's an evil. That is not the only evil. Armed robbery is not the only evil. Murder is not the only evil. Treachery is not the only evil. One of the evils is stupidity that is elevated. Atoma Sataba. Lama Zama Maya in your life in your life in the steps you take you are praying that out of pride you will not promote foolishness in your life out of stupidity you will not promote foolishness in your life you have it I have it we have it but the grace of God can abound so that we decrease and God increases pray let me not destroy what I've used my hand to build. Let me not destroy what I've used my hand to build. Let me not destroy what you are doing in my life. Let me not destroy years of blessing, years of promotion, years of prosperity, years of your lifting up. Let me not destroy it, Lord. Masuni Mazamatunima. Leitoba. Labi Kobalandalaba. Mandabadababa. Amanimosondo. Imama. The foolishness will not be lifted up. Foolishness will not be elevated. No. Foolishness will not be elevated. Foolishness will not be elevated. La Patunimasa. Lambra. Dazia. Dosi Bahola. Hey, Mama Labosa. Mama Labosa. Pray, 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 pray that the mercy of God will come upon you, that the grace of God will find you, that you'll be delivered from your own foolishness. Foolishness will not be exalted, will not be dignified, will not be elevated. Matia, Matia, Duma, Matia will not be lifted up. Polima, Sumi, Adam, Brabosa, have mercy. Have mercy on me, Lord. Have mercy on me, Lord. Ah, Masike, Baloa, Malia, Malianda, Alindo Sopania, Alindo Sopania, Alindo Sopania, Manunima, Alia, 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 Laba, 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 Landa Basakaba. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Shaka Badu. Lift your hands and bless his name. Thank him. 
for making a way for you to be a part of this service this morning. Thank him. He made a way. He made a way. He made a way. He made a way. And your life will change. Because you are hearing something that is changing your life. Lift your hands and bless him. Bless him. Just lift your hands and bless him. Just bless him. Masatola ma. Randi sa. Hallelujah. It's testimony time. The shout is too weak. I said it's testimony time. Testimony time is your miracle time. Hallelujah. And this morning we have one very amazing testimony. And it reads, Hello, I am Mavis Asantua, the regional director of the King's Choir in the Akpoman region. I want to share a testimony about how God supernaturally provided for myself and my family. My family and I lived in a particular house and were asked to move out from that house because my dad had stopped working with the company that provided the accommodation. So we moved to another house whose electricity had been disconnected completely because the previous tenants weren't paying the bills at all. We lived without electricity for about three months. My dad went to inquire about the actual debts that had to be paid and was told to pay at least 20,000 Ghana cities before, listen, take your time, before they reconnect the power and then pay the rest of the bill in installments, meaning that the bill was far more than 20,000 Ghana cities. Can you imagine? But listen, she says, we didn't have that kind of money at all, so we left everything in the hands of God. May you also throw everything at God. The Bible says that cast your cares upon the Lord because He cares for you. I see the Lord carrying your burden this morning in the name of Jesus. So she continues and she said, we didn't have that money at all on us. We, we put everything in the hands of God and made mention of it always in our prayer as a family, especially during our HCMs. I don't know, I don't know what stage you are in, but I know enough to know that you should make a date next Saturday because your breakthrough is coming next Saturday. I said your breakthrough is coming next Saturday. We prayed last, we prayed yesterday in the morning and for some of you, expect your breakthrough. You'll be testifying by next week Sunday in the mighty name of Jesus. So she said, later my dad gathered enough to pay only half of the 20,000. When my dad was about to pay the money, he was told that the entire debt had been cleared by a man three days ago. I see an angel stepping into your situation. I see the Lord coming in to turn things around. The impossible has just become possible. If you believe it, shout aloud, Amen. The total amount being 60,000 Ghana cities. Can you say wow? I said, can you say wow? 
if you are in debt right now just lift up your hands wherever you are you are in debt right now you don't know what's going on with you but believe and stand on this word that God is going to also engineer a miracle for you that God is also going to turn your story around for you I see it happening to you right now I see things turning around for you right now things are changing suddenly receive it now in the name of Jesus I want to thank God for this great blessing and encourage all of us to have unwavering faith in God and believe that he can do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever think or imagine I've been blessed and you can be too and I'm happy to share this testimony because I see you being blessed as well I want to say thank you to Bishop Ogo for leading us in that in such a special way our lives are being blessed put your hands together for the Lord for such amazing testimony what an amazing testimony you know in John chapter 8 verse 58 the Bible says this was Jesus speaking was speaking to the Jews and he said that before Abraham was I am because the Jews were questioning him they said you are not even 50 years old how can you say that you've you've met Abraham but I don't know how long your problem has been I don't know how peculiar your issue is but I'm telling you that God is alive and he's present right now and the power that has worked for Mavis is going to work for you too put your hands together and celebrate God for such amazing testimonies hallelujah clap your hands are you excited this morning are you experiencing God's blessings in your life then let your hand clap be louder amen and as we do, please help me welcome Kimi to bless us with a song before the word of God comes. Clap your hands. Give it. 
your hands. Keep clapping your hands. Wow. Keep giving. Keep preaching. Keep serving God. Keep getting excited. Keep shepherding. Keep loving God. Keep building God's work. And your life will never be the same again. Clap your hands once again for that beautiful song. Beautiful ministration. Clap your hands for our sister from first love who is blessing us and uh, this morning i came with great concern for you so god has a very important message for you and i want you to listen this sunday today marks the beginning of a new level of wisdom for your life i'll take it again Today, this today, this today is the beginning of a new season of great wisdom. And because of this wisdom, you are going to rise and soar very high. Whatever God intends for you to enjoy, you will enjoy it. Whatever God has packaged for you, will be delivered to your life. And I know that the preaching of the word of God today will be a blessing to you. Father, we thank you for your word which is coming to us today. And I pray, Lord, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable to you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Today, I want to start a new series because uh, of, a, of a concern I have for you. I believe that God has a plan to keep you and preserve you that no evil will supplant you from the great places God has planted you. That's why this morning I'm not a pastor, I'm not a bishop, 
I'm nothing except that I'm a messenger God has sent to you. So listen to me very carefully because I'm preaching from those who accuse you. Yes. Those who accuse you. And this morning, for a short time, this one, normally the introductions are short. Then as we go deeper, we go deeper. So I'm just unveiling this very, 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 very foundational, important, critical, crucial, rate-limiting message for your life. <laughs> so listen very carefully. In the first chapter of this book, Those Who Accuse You, Bishop Dagwood Mills introduces it, the subject with the topic I love. And the topic in chapter one is the accusers. <laughs> the accusers. Whatever you are doing, stop it and sit down. Yes, stop it and sit down because your destiny depends on this message. Yes, this message. Yes. I'm coming to bore message. Yes. And uh, I know that a certain evil that has been planned against you will never happen in the name of Jesus. Something very diabolical that has been planned and planted in your life will fail. If it's a bomb, it will never detonate. It will lie there for a thousand years because of what you are about to hear today. So please join me and let's travel all the way to the book of Revelations. Chapter number 12. And for our introduction, we are centering and landing on the 10th verse. Revelations 12 and verse number 10. And I read. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. I'll take it again. Revelations chapter number 12. Glory to God. Oh, I said glory to God. Yes, yes, yes. Verse number 10 says, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength 
and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. Bow your heads and let's pray. Father, give us wisdom. Speak to our hearts and let this be a very, very momentous day for us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, John wrote the book of Revelations. He saw many, many wonderful things that even Disney cannot imagine. Disney. Fantastic things. But in chapter 12, something they had been waiting for for a long time had not come. But in chapter 12, it landed. There were four things that landed. Salvation, strength, the kingdom of our God, the power of his Christ. When, they, when the, the, these four items landed, he was wondering what could have triggered the arrival of these four things. And I'm going to talk to you about them. But as he was analyzing, he realized that they came at a particular time. What was the time? Was it 4 o'clock? Was the time 7 p.m.? Was it midnight? None of this. None of the above. These four things came the moment a certain type of person was removed. Somebody watching me there is something you are believing God for, you are not likely to see those things until you understand the subject. You see, the writers of the King James Bible, the way they presented it, is, you see, they said, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down. So you may think that the brethren are there and then some accuser somewhere is accusing the brethren. But the real meaning of that sentence is the accuser in the midst of our brethren. It's very different. The accuser in the midst. In Malawi we say in the midst. Yes. You see, when, when you think of the fact that the accuser, not of our brethren, but the accuser in the midst of our brethren, you have to sit up because if the accuser is in the midst of our brethren, then it means that two possibilities. Number one is that if he is in the midst of the brethren, then it means that the accuser is around you where you are. You are, you are, you are the person is there. And, and in, in five minutes as I end, I'm going to tell you where he is. 
exactly where the accuser is relative to where you are sitting. Then the next thing that is that if the accuser is in the midst in the midst of the brethren, then what is the other possibility? The other possibility is that you yourself could be the accuser because you are in the midst of the brethren. Kona Kazadaba. Either if the accuser is very close to you, or you yourself. Yes. Yes. I'm not preaching about something being done to you. I'm talking about something you yourself can do to somebody. You see, and the chapters are juicy. They have the hidden laws of accusations. The aims of the accuser. Employees of the accuser. Accusing women. Various types of accusations. Why accusations are powerful. Other works of the accuser. How to silence the accuser. A warning to accuser. To accusers. Which means a warning to you. You listening to me. Yes. Yes. And the good fruit of loyalty. You see, what, what, what John the Revelator saw was the devil. Yes. And the devil is not somewhere destroying. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read some things to you. He's not somewhere. He's in the midst of He's, in, he's, he's around and among and actually can be you. That's why Jesus looked into the eyes of Peter and said, Get thee behind me, devil. And Peter was asking, Who? Where is he? Said, you are the one. <laughs> the subject of accusations. <laughs> must be understood. You see, because problems come in different levels. But one of the highest problems you will ever encounter is to encounter the accuser in the midst of the brethren. You see, when we say in the midst of the brethren, we are not just talking about in the midst of parishes or in the midst of ashes, but it can be in the midst of a married couple. In the midst of beloved, Kadu Zabar. In the midst of the pastor and his assistant. I feel something now. In the midst of the two dancing stars who are lifting the pulpits. In the midst of the brethren means that in the midst of father with his children. Accusations. Accusations. Hmm. At the highest level of your life and your ministry, you will struggle with the accuser. Listen very carefully. Now, accusation is Satan's topmost strategy for dealing with an unconquerable enemy. When he tries and tries, you know, Jesus, when he was in the garden, uh, in the wilderness, fasting for 40 days, when Satan came, you see, Satan has many forms. 
He's like a virus. He's like COVID-19 that undergoes mutations. Different forms and different... Somebody should listen to me because you, if you don't listen to me, a problem will let you grow up by 20 years overnight. One day I woke up. By the t- it was a Sunday. By the time I was going to bed, I was 20 years older. <laughs> I will never forget that Sunday. Listen to me very carefully. Very carefully. There's a reason I'm talking to you. The devil, eh? Who is your arch enemy? He has many different forms. And you see it by how he, 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 he came to Jesus. I mean, in the garden, he came as a tempter. He came to tempt Jesus. He tempted Jesus. He said, cast this, uh, 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 convert this stone to bread. Tempting Jesus, he took him to the pinnacle. said, cast yourself down. He comes as a tempter because he's a tempter. One of his names is a tempter. He will tempt you. Jesus overcame. He tried to deceive Jesus because one of the names of the devil is the deceiver. He said, if you cast yourself down, God himself has said that he will send his angels. So I'm preaching to somebody. There's a young man. They say, you are 27 years old and you are listening to me. I can see you sitting somewhere alone. Listen very carefully. Jesus overcame the devil as a, as a deceiver. He tried desperately, didn't he? He even tried to murder him. At least, I, I can give you two accounts. One of them, they took Jesus Christ to a cliff to push him. <laughs> That's all. Just push him. Demons had entered people. But the Bible says that Jesus Christ swerved them. So even murder, Satan wasn't successful. Yeah. The second time he wanted to murder Jesus was on the lake of Gennesaret. He wanted to drown him. They were there on the Kuka Lake. Normal Sea of Tiberias. Sea of Tiberias. Suddenly a storm. Not all storms are normal. A lot of storms have demons in them. If you read, read, uh, read John's book, you said a lot of storms have got demons in them. Yes. Satan wanted to drown Jesus before going to the cross. But Jesus woke up and rebuked the storm. So that to tell you that the storm didn't come from God. Yes, otherwise then Jesus was rebuking God's works. Yes. Yes. The storm came from Satan. I said, if the storm was from God, then Jesus Christ is a house divided against itself cannot stand. That storm was from the devil. But he didn't succeed. So he had tried to tempt him, to deceive him, to murder him, 
All of this never went. Finally, Satan unleashed his ultimate weapon. Finally, one week, he took one week from Matthew 21, accusations. He had tried everything because when Satan tries everything and it doesn't work, he will try accusations. And ultimately, accusations will bring you down on your knees. That's why you must be, have the PhD on this subject. Yes. Kadabaya. Hmm. Some of you, what I'm talking about, eh, it sounds like ancient Greek to you. It's like something very, very far. What you don't know is that it is closer than you think. Yes. You're making me a talented solo artist. I said, it's closer than you think. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ couldn't survive accusations. Accusations. I said, murder, drowning, couldn't. Temptations, couldn't. Deception, couldn't. Because there's always, they say, iron sharpened iron. Everybody has his level. <laughs> wood doesn't sharpen iron. At a certain level, Satan knew that, no, this guy, if I want to kill him, if I want to finish his ministry, I must use accusations. So from Palm Sunday, Palm Sunday, <laughs> when he entered Jerusalem riding on an ass, he entered the temple in Matthew 21 to, to, to beat them, from that day, accusations, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, till Friday. The Bible says, in Matthew 22, verse 15, Then went the Pharisees and took counsel how they might entangle him. Listen very carefully. And they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true. And teachest the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man. For thou regardest not the person of man. Tell us. What thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness. And said. Why tempt ye me? Ye hypocrites. For several days. In that week from Passover at Palm Sunday to the Friday, every day, attempts were made constantly. Until Friday. Because Satan has many different gaps. Young man, you see that you have survived pornography all the girls who came couldn't get to sleep with you. Listen to me carefully. Because that girl, that man, cannot be Satan's highest. Yes. When Satan wants to floor you, 
when he wants to silence you, the weapon he will use is not the weapon of murder or the weapon of temptations. He, he will send a girl. He will send an accuser. And you see, what is an accusation? An accusation is a charge or an allegation made against somebody. Whether it is true or it is false. Whatever it is, something is being said about you. You see, why it is important that you listen to me is that you yourself can be used as an agent to accuse somebody, likely your pastor. In my life as a pastor, I'm here to meet an armed robber who has accused me. I'm here to meet a sexy dancer who has accused me. The people I, have, I know, one day I sat with one in my office. Dalet, Dalet. <laughs> and I myself, as I am preaching to you, I stand the danger of being used, I myself, to accuse somebody because the accuser is in the midst, is in the midst of the brothers, the brethren, the church. He's inside. Because anybody who allows God, who allows, sorry, who allows God's work to be terminated suddenly will never escape the judgment. That will come. That's why up to today, the people who crucified Jesus have not escaped. Yes. As part of the frenzy, as they were accusing him, as they were talking, as they were saying wild things. I mean, later on, I'm going to talk to you about the, the hidden laws of accusations. Go to the next week. Because this one is just an introduction. The hidden laws. As they were talking and talking and talking, then they also said something which couldn't be erased. He said, his blood be on us and on our children. Because when Satan is using you, once he's using you to attack something God is doing, he will use you to destroy your own self. Yes. Be very careful. Be very careful. Don't be somebody. Don't, don't be near a group of people, any group of people. You see, when you meet somebody, whether I don't care what type of church he is from, what his title is, when you meet somebody who can freely talk about your pastor to you, that person actually hates you. That person doesn't respect you. When you meet somebody who can freely talk about any pastor, not just your pastor. It means that person has been selected for destruction. Because there is a curse that comes upon anyone who will be anointed by the devil to bring a case against God's servants. And, and, and as I end, I want to just answer that question you were asking. So, who is the, who, who, who will accuse you? Who will accuse you? Is it the usher? 
cool accuse you. If you are looking for the person who can be used to accuse you, then you are looking at Psalm 41 verse 9. That's the person who can accuse you. Psalm 41 verse 9. Yes. Yea. My own familiar friend. Kadiazoma Alanda Brada. Be careful. Let me finish reading the verse. I'm ending. My own familiar friend. In whom I trusted. Which did eat of my bread. You have eaten somebody's bread oh. has lifted up his heel against me. Anybody, if the person you know has not eaten somebody's bread, it means that person cannot be used. It's not likely to be used. No, no, why? Because, you see, accusations are very, very powerful because the power of accusation it's not even about what is being said, but who is saying it. The person. Who is saying it. Uh, these days, I, I watch the news or I go, social media. I see people who have now, I don't know, it's an anointing which has come to town. You know, Ghana now, in the past, at least this year, last year, a certain evil wind is blowing. Yeah, a certain evil wind is blowing the country, you know. But one of them, I know of three of them, but I don't want to comment on them because one of one of them that is blowing is how people can freely accuse pastors. Yeah, on radio, on television. I mean, it's it's like it's like a whole television program can be dedicated to a pastor or pastors. And they talk, and Christians will, 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 will set up watch parties. Yes, watch parties with discussions about pastors. But I, how I wish I would quickly talk about the, a warning to accusers. Yes, because your end. The end of accusers, if you want to know, okay, let me just summarize before I'll, I'll get there one day. If you want to know how, the end of accusers, know the end of the main accuser. Who is the devil? How, wh- why is he now? Yes, if you want to know when, when somebody accuses, how, how does the person end? How does the person end? You'll know it by how the devil ends and how, how he ended. The people commonly employed, if you want to know somebody who will be employed to accuse someone, a pastor especially, that person is someone who has eaten the pastor's bread. Yes. Like, like me, I've eaten my pastor's bread before. Not once. Many times. I've eaten his bread. I've eaten his food. Oh, many times. I am a likely candidate. Yes. 
Anybody, it's, it's a familiar, anybody who, has, who, who is working close to a pastor. If you know anybody, if you know a pastor, just ask, who are those close to him? Those people are the candidates for accusation. Because if a strange person, a stranger speaks, you see, what, what I was talking about, uh, 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 what is happening on TV is that all the things they are doing, I mean, <laughs> they don't work until they are able to get an insider, somebody close. Because you can't sit on a radio and just talk about their pastor. Forward. Nobody will mind you. You are just a madman ranting. But if they are able to get somebody who was with the person, who works with him, who is an assistant, who was a friend, who was close. Aha! Some of you watching me, you see, you have smoked Indian hemp before, but it didn't destroy you. Some of you have slept with women, ah, you are still normal. You are normal. You've been drinking, ah, you are still normal. Some of you have done all kinds of things, but you've survived. But the ultimate, <laughs> Allah, the, the, the ultimate weapon of the devil is not Indian hemp. It's not sexy dancing. People have slept with women and are still around. It is, the, it is the curse that comes on you. When you rise up to stand in the place of the devil. To accuse somebody God is using. That is when your end. That's when you realize that there is something more powerful than smoking weed. There is something more powerful. You see, one of the things about accusations eh, is not, it's, it's, it's not that it's true or it's not true. But that it's coming from you. It's coming from you. That, 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 that your mouth was able to say it. That's all. And, and by the way, a lot of that, one of the things I'll share with you about hidden laws is that most people are accused, and I'm going to share with you from, from the Bible, not today. God willing, if God wills, there's life. Next week, God willing. Yeah. The one of the things about accusations is that you will be accused of exactly the opposite of who you are. Now read it from the Bible to you. The exact opposite. It's not about whether it is true. Even if it is true, the fact that you are the one. You've eaten the person's bread. He's brought you close. You had to come close for you to know what goes on in the office. You had to come close for you to know how the person... He had to put you in his car. He had to talk to you closely before you can have something to say. Anybody listening to me? You see, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because I need you and I to end our race well. We got to finish strong, baby. Yes. And if you are waiting for Indian hemp, you will never smoke weed. If you are waiting for fornication, you will never fornic- fornication at this time. For what? For what? But accusations. Accusations. One of the things you must watch out. Isaiah 58, verse 8. And I'm ending with this. The New American Standard Bible. Isaiah 58, verse 8. It said, Then your light will break out like the dawn. Today's a very short message. I'm surprised it's so, so short. Then your light will break out like the dawn. And your recovery 
will speedily spring forth. And your righteousness will go before you. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call. And the Lord will answer. When I finish, I will take it again. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry and he will say, Here am I, here I am. If you remove the yoke from your midst and the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness. If you are able, anybody watching me, you are only the removal of the pointing of a finger away from these things. Your light breaking out. Yeah, that's why, I mean, think about it. Why are we working with God? Why? In church, serving him, that me, I'm preaching, building the church, because our brother is playing the keyboard, he has left his house, he's in church, we are struggling, quarreling, fighting. Ah, why? We believe that God will bless us. We believe it. But what nobody has told you is that there is something you must stop before some blessings will come. That if the devil is able to get you to do something, you will never see the above. Number one, your light will never break out. See, the pointing of the finger is that, yeah, that girl, that girl, oh, I, can't, I can't wait to go into the message. That girl, eh, she has slept with the choir, star, the, 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 the choir leader. That's why she sings solo all the time. The one going is a pastor's girlfriend. You see that brother? Yes. He just borrows money from church members and doesn't pay. The, the one in the green shirt. Mm-hmm. You see that pastor? That's the, the, and one of the things these things do is that they prevent you from doing exactly what you must do for blessings to come your way exactly the things you must do to be blessed. You see, one of the things accusations do is that accusations are the most powerful stoppers. The most powerful stoppers. That's why I'm saying that if the accuser is in the midst of the brethren, then you yourself are likely to be used. Don't go near people who discuss, who talk about authority figures freely. They are cursed. And when you join yourself, you have welded yourself to a curse. Anybody who engages in discussing pastors, talking about your pastor, discussing your, 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 your bishop, your founder, your prophet, you talk anyhow. You will never see light coming from you. You you, you will never shine. And he said, your your recovery will will never speedily come forth. Your righteousness will never go before you. People will only know about your evil deeds. 
normally your righteousness is seen by people and they know you before there are many places I, I arrived at before I got there my righteousness had gone before me long before in fact in many cases that is what took me there something I had done well a message I had preached well but if you are involved in this not adultery not fornication if you are involved in accusing pastors bringing up allegations against pastors what will go before you is your problems you will be known for your weaknesses which all of us have by the way everybody has a weakness everybody but how is it possible that some people they are not known by their evil deeds they are not known that's why david prayed the other day and said in the day of affliction hide me yes there are a lot of people who have been hidden by god but you will never be hidden by god because of because of what you have engaged in the kind of trade you are engaging in in the midst of the brethren The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. That is, your, your righteousness goes before you and God's glory is behind you. If you are involved in the pointing of the finger, you will never, behind you will be darkness. In front of you will be your mistakes. If you are involved in the pointing of the finger, you will call and the Lord will not answer. Not everybody's prayer is answered by God. In fact, God is not interested in a lot of people's prayers. And one of such people, <laughs> look, Jesus Christ, he met adulteress. He met thieves. He told them, go and sin no more. Stop it, don't do that again. Say, go, go home. Don't do it again. But when it came to the accuser, he had different words. If you want, you see, two Sundays ago, I said something I want to repeat because the message has ended. I said it's a piece of advice and I'll advise you again never go to somebody's house and accuse the person's house help to the person you, you, you might have done that before and gotten away with it but a day will come you will be blacklisted because everybody has the reason why he has somebody in his house. I, I, I know people who don't want to live with anybody. And which is how all of us are. Everybody wants his privacy. So when somebody has brought somebody to his house, there's a reason.
There is nothing we, we are doing in the ministry that God cannot do. Last night I had a dream. It was about five minutes. When I woke up, I felt like, I mean, I, I was so encouraged. Oh. Just like I had sat in front of a pastor who had counseled me or encouraged me for about 10 hours. It was short, short, less than five minutes. I can't forget it. I said, there is nothing we are doing God cannot do. Your counseling, your pastoring, your giving, your preaching, your soul winning, there is nothing you can do. That's why we can die. If we were important, no pastor will die. So if you see that God has anointed somebody and is using him, it means that the person God is using must be very important because God doesn't need him. So if God is using him, then there must be a very, very overriding reason why God would want that person around him. Psalm 65 verse 4 says, Blessed is he whom thou choosest. And causes to approach unto thee. God calls people. To choose means that there are people who are not chosen. So you see that there's a classroom with 28 uh, classmates, but one is a pastor. Because one of the things God does is that He chooses. There's a family of 10 children. Then one is a reverend, one lady is a singer, singing for God. And, you, and, the, and, the, and the brother is a weed smoker. You see, that there's a family. One of the brothers is a bishop. And the other brother is a weed smoker. He's a drunkard. He doesn't even go to church. So that should tell you that that person God has called, that person must be very, very important to God. Very important. And just like you and I, in our houses with house helps who are smelling with house helps some of them are thieves one woman I know her house help left she carried her even the gas cooker was taken away <laughs> I thought she came the house help she had to send an email to the agency <laughs> so you have to send an email to the agency <laughs> ladies and gentlemen I'm informing you today that God is a God who is a specialist at, at not using anybody he, he, he can do what he wants to do but when you see him using somebody it means that person is very special that's what the Bible says that before his master, he stands or he falls. Always a servant stands or falls before the master. A servant doesn't fall before the next door neighbor. A servant doesn't stand or fall. Even the servant can be liked by the area boys, but the master doesn't like him. The one who has hired is the one that, who has the power to fire. 
But if the devil wants to destroy you, he will use you to do something God himself can do. God, if God doesn't want a pastor to be around, he can kill him at dawn. Have you not heard of people who slept and they didn't wake up before? I don't know how old you are. But there are people who sleep, they don't wake up. God has many ways of removing people. Don't, don't let the devil use you to do something, a work God himself can do. It means that he just wants to destroy you. He doesn't want your light to break out. He doesn't want you to... He wants you to be in obscurity. He wants your prayers not to be answered. He wants your mistakes to go before you. He wants darkness to be behind you. The people the devil wants to destroy are the people who are turned into accusers. If you understand it, when you meet somebody talking about the pastor and... You can't get up. Then you, you tell yourself that this is the last time I'm talking to this person. And if you are watching me, don't make friends. You see, what I've just read in Isaiah 58, it, it, it connects powerfully to Revelation 12. It said, now has come salvation. I tell you. Some of you, God has to kill you. God has to kill you. Because until he kills you, there will be no salvation in the church. Mm -hmm. yes. Once you are in the church, there will be no salvation. Is there? Verse 10. He said, and I heard a loud voice. A loud voice. I am I And what was the voice saying? Now! Nah! It's like excitement. Salvation has now come. Because Kwame Opuni has died. Yeah, because once he's there, there'll be no peace in the church for the pastor to even be able to preach the right message. Salvation has come. Now, 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 we can have crusades. Because Brother John has been transferred to Kweu in Kwetia. The accuser. I said, when you make yourself into an accuser, you are making yourself expendable eliminatable because there are many things God wants to do that he can never do because you are there. Because once you are there, there's no salvation. He said, now it's come salvation. Number two, now it's come the kingdom. Now it's come strength. 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 Number two is strength. A lot of pastors are not strong. There's a time in my life I wasn't strong. I couldn't counsel. It's just recently I began to sit with people to talk. I decided that I would never lie. Never talk to like, like, like minister to somebody one on one. Never. Never. And for as long as I was doing that, the church I was pastoring was collapsing. I can, I, can, I, can, I can give you data of the attendance of my church at a certain time, be doing something and after something because of accusations. It weakens you. It makes the most... It, that's why Bishop said that. It's the last card the devil will, will, will play to overcome anything that cannot be overcome. 
Now has come strength. I took offerings one day. I raised funds for some project. I forget what it was. Yes. I was building a stage in my church. A wooden stage. The church was flat. and I had to run. Nice thing made of oak. I raised funds. And just after I raised funds, I traveled to America. <laughs> you, I'll come there ne- next week, Godwin, I'll tell you one, one, the hidden loss of accusations. I was there and somebody called me. He said, I, he said, I wonder if you can come back to this church. I said, why? The church I'm pastoring. What do you mean? So, there's news everywhere that you raise funds and use the money to buy a plane ticket to go and stay in America. So, so the next time I came, when I, each time I held an offering basket, my, my hand was shaking like that. There's no strength. So, the church didn't have financial strength. I'm preaching. I'm finished preaching. Finished preaching. When you meet somebody who is talking over, oh, uh, you know, there's a problem, and as you, you put your hand around the person, then remember that, hey, they said something, your hand is, hey, that's a devil. Meanwhile, that person is the purest form of an angel you can find. But because of a past experience, it's like that in, in many marriages. There are many husbands now who are suffering from what old boyfriends have done to their wives. I'm preaching already, I finished preaching. Yeah. Today, as I'm speaking, this Sunday morning, the man is suffering from what a boyfriend did seven years ago. Kalamra Zota. So now it's come salvation. People can be saved. People are living righteous lives. People know they are God. People are reading their Bibles. Why? Is it because the pastor has now begun preaching well? No, because the accuser has been eliminated. And by the way, like I said, this is the list of the things God wants in a church. So once you stand in that place, while well, you are preventing the, the very reason God builds a church, the very reason God, God built the church, salvation, strength, the kingdom of our God, and the power of His Christ, the power of Christ. And because of you, these things can't enter the church. Of course, he will remove you. You will die suddenly. You will be silenced by some plague. A problem will eliminate you. I said, as you are watching us, I'm ending this message. Make sure you are never, ever, ever used to say something. Even if whether it is true or not, keep your mouth shut. Shut your beak. And concentrate on your work. Concentrate on your work. Because one of the things that is happening in the church is that Satan lands in the church. And he just takes this one to bang this one. Then bang this one. So the church, the, the, the church is now a place for business, business messages, economic emancipation. The church is now pro-abortion, anti-abortion. The church is now a civil rights movement. You will enter a church and never hear a message on salvation because accusations have taken away the very essence of the church. Now it's come salvation and strength 
There's no strength. People are not strong to say no to sin. Yeah. Because when you're in the church, you are here, oh, the pastor is sleeping with this girl. The assistant pastor has got this one. Or if the pastor, even a year ago, he was a homosexual also. So he had this, these two guys, and now he has stopped. He's now with these three. As you are hearing this thing, the members say, ah, but then if the pastor and assistant, oh, then let us all, Charlie, let's all jump into the sea. Uh, who is the one? Uh, 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 lead singer, lie down. Asha, bend down. There's no strength against unrighteousness because of your talking. When the pastor comes to stand there, he's got the world's greatest message. Hey! I'm very happy God removed me from a certain church. When I stand there, I told the pastor, I don't know what will take me to this church to come and preach. When I stand on the stage and I'm talking, it's like, it's like I, 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 I don't know what to say. Meanwhile, I can preach. I said I can preach. I said I can preach. Meanwhile, I've become a stammerer. All my verses are mixed up. My scripture from New Testament has gone. The, the verse I should use as the last verse is now being used for introduction. I'm confused because I'm looking at people who are accusing me. So there's no strength to even arrange the, the message. I thank God for blessing me. And I've, pre- I've, I've pastored three beautiful churches. Mataiko Church, Adenta Church, Oyibi Church. And I, I, I tell you, I, 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 I bless God that he planted me among people who have shown me how love can change a person. Because, but for certain places, you, I mean, when I travel, I want to remove, I, I, I want to leave now. I want to leave now. I went to a certain church. I said, I won't take any offerings here. I won't take any offerings here. Because once I hold the basket, the memories I'll get, I'll have, I can, I can have a heart attack. Yes, he said, he said, he said, the voice was a loud voice. Check the, the Revelations 12 10. It, it was a loud, it wasn't something that was just said with a normal tone. No, it was like a whisper. A loud shout. Hey, no, it's come, son. The accuser has been killed. Strength has now come. The church can now preach well. The pastor can preach well. The church can do outreach. The church has got financial strength. The members believe the pastor so they can give the pastor money to build the church. But when the accuser was there, anybody who has money to give, so this guy, if you give him the money, he's going to buy a car for his son. But when the accuser is removed, there's financial strength. People can trust the pastor. I thank God. The people I have met in strange places who have put money into my hand. I said, what is this money for? He said, the money is for the building of the church. And there's no one there. He just puts it in my hand and walks away. And I have a choice to put the money in my pocket or take it to the church. Because it's not everybody who can say, go and, go and find the Asha. <laughs> and give the money to him. Somebody came to my office with, with a check, a lot of money. So, so, has, so what name should I use? I said, you ask me what name? Your mother's name. Come to tempt me. Come to tempt me. 
you are a member of the church, you ask me what, what, what name. What's the name of your church? Ask them, what's the name of your church? Write the check and remove. Uh, uh, Then they will go and say, Hey, Bishop, when you are giving the money, the money, all the checks are in his name. The money has to pass through his bank account before the money. So, so the next one, the pastor hears it and he's, he's standing there. There's a project. He needs to take a very, very powerful offering. And he's, 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 he's standing there. He, he can't even mention the names of the money. Anything you want to give, let's all serve God. Let's all, let's all serve God. God is very good. Let's just, just bless God. And we are all bad people. Let's all, let's all try and save God. Oh, but when the accuser has been thrown away, Kadaba said, $10,000 now! Don't join accusers. It means you are making it possible for you to be removed from God's presence. To die suddenly. To be finished suddenly. But when the accuser is out of the church. The church enjoys the power of his Christ. There's healing. There is joy. There is giving. There is love. There is marriage. There is deliverance. There is nothing like a place where people have shut their mouths. And I pray that today, Satan, who couldn't bring you down? Remember you were a weed smoker in school? You couldn't die. You remember that you were stealing, you are still alive. But when he uses you to be an accuser, it means your end has come. But I declare that your end has not come. You will live on and declare the works of God. You will live on and serve God. You will live on and do the work of God. You will live on and be a vessel of God, a vessel God uses to advance his kingdom. Receive power. Receive strength. Receive salvation. Receive the kingdom of our God. May every blessing that is in the books for a faithful son come to you. Amen. Stand to your feet and lift your hands and ask the Lord. Father, deliver me. Next week we are going to a hidden loss. Lift your two hands and ask the Lord. Father, deliver me. In my lifetime, let me never love an accuser. Let me never love an accuser. Lift your hands. Pasaloma. Rekatumazima yanda bahandalaba. Rekatapazima dokatimalaba. Brondesa. Yamamama. Let me never be near an accuser. No. Let me never use my mouth to talk about your servant. Let me never use my mouth, my mouth to talk about things I have never even seen. Masudi mahandalaba. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. I prophesy you will live long. I prophesy you will do well. I prophesy you will be established. I prophesy you will shine. I prophesy you will do well. I declare that weapons formed against you shall never prosper. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Thank you. Father, we thank you for deliverance. He said you sent forth your word and it healed. It delivered. Delivered. Your word made the way of escape. 
I thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. For your word. Which has brought healing. Which has brought deliverance. Oh, yes. We thank you for your blessing. Thank you. We've come a very long way. A very long way. We are not at this point in our lives going to go against loss. No. That will destroy us. Deliver us. Yes, Lord. Yes, deliver us. May I not play the role of a person you want to remove so that your church will do well. May I never play the role of a person you need to kill so that the church can advance. No. Save me from hurts. Save my save my lips from speaking guile. Yes. Save my lips. Touch my lips that I will not use my lips to speak guile. Have mercy on me, Lord. I thank you. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Every eye closed. And every head bowed. If you are here, you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. I want to pray with you. Yes. And today will mark the beginning of a great life. Yes, Lord. Lift your hands and Say this prayer for me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to you. For your word. For your word. Thank you. Thank you. That demons will not use me. That demons will not use Satan me. will not use me. Satan will not use me. I'm your vessel. I'm your vessel. I'm your child. I'm your child. My sins are washed. My sins are washed. I am pure before you. I am pure before you. I'm your son. I'm your son. I'm your daughter. I'm your daughter. Lord, I declare today. Lord, I declare today that I will never depart from your presence. That I will never depart from your forever. presence. Forever. Forever. I will serve you. I will serve you. Forever. Forever. I will live for you. I will live for you. Forever. Forever. I will obey you. I will obey you. Forever. Forever. I'll be your child. I'll be your child. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I pray. I pray. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus.